0: Alrighty guys, happy Monday and welcome back to episode 5 of All That JoJo Knows, where in this podcast we talk about trendy topics, relationships, societal issues, and pretty much anything that we can get our hands on. Alrighty guys, so before we dig into this topic today, I would like to give a shout out to my good friend Charlene, who brilliantly and amazingly designed the new cover art. I'm not sure if you guys noticed, but if you haven't, please take all the time to just revert back or even look up and you can see the big bright yellow anime and very beautiful new cover art that Charlene made for me if you guys want to know her handle it's in my description or if you're too lethargic or lazy to even look at the description which is fine her Instagram handle is at lean that's spelled l-e-e-n not the alcoholic beverage, underscore the underscore graphic underscore designer. Again, that's lean underscore the underscore graphic underscore designer. She's a young artist, so go ahead and support our young artists because we are the future. Let's just face it, you know? So again, thank you very much, Charlene, for this wonderful gift that you've given me. Um, Again, guys, go check her out. She's very awesome. Alrighty guys, so in this episode, today we'll be discussing microaggressions and like what they are. So a lot of you already know what a microaggression is. A lot of you don't, or maybe you've heard it somewhere down your social media timeline or just your life in general and you wanted to know more information about it, which by the way, will just scratch the surface of what a microaggression is. So if you really, really want to know, you can like research it yourself. There are tons of books out there in the world that talk about microaggressions and how they can affect people. And it's just a very important topic to discuss because microaggressions occur everywhere. Your workplace, it occurs even at home by your own family, or even it can occur like at school. So like you're not exempt from a microaggression, especially it affects POC, also known as people of color and just people who often get stereotyped or just placed in a generalized part of the world so people only see us as one way or they assume one particular thing about us when it's really not true so um and and you'll see how when people project their personal microaggressions on a certain marginalized group or just you in general it it makes you feel like like you know the truth behind it but then you suffer with that consequence of like should I speak up about it should I not speak up about it. It just all depends, which leads me into how to also react to a microaggression. So we're like we're gonna discuss some like non-verbals and verbals and how that can affect a person. And um, we'll get into whether or not you should stay passive aggressive on a certain issue or be confrontational about it. What I like to say is I like to pick and choose my battles. I know when to talk about something and when not to talk about something. Because Some, sometimes when you do bring up certain topics or talk about certain things, people will see you as quote unquote the aggressor. And um, it's kind of crazy because like I'm not the aggressor. I'm literally just informing you of the situation, of this information. But if you want to see it that way, fine. Take it with a grain of salt but um we're gonna get into some microaggressions and i'll even share my personal story with my microaggression which i'm going to start right about now so on this particular day i was waiting to go to my evening class i had called uber and normally when I call Uber, I like to leave out an hour early only because I know that I-10 is an absolute pain in the butt. And if you live in Texas or pretty much in any state that has heavy, heavy traffic, your, your best bet is to leave out hours prior to wherever you, you have to go because most likely you're gonna run into some sort of havoc. And so, you know, my, my Uber finally arrives and I'm like, okay, great, I'm, I'm gonna be here on time. He's great, he's already prompt, like awesome. I get in, he seems like a nice guy, the ambiance is nice. Yes and i'm just like okay like this is too good this is awesome like because normally you know i sometimes there's no music playing or sometimes the person that i want to speak to can't speak because there are uh, there's either a language barrier um or like boring like they just don't they don't speak and you know i'm like you know what do you want your five stars i'm just kidding i give everyone five stars i'm like whether you're a good uber driver or a quote-unquote bad one as long as you can get me from point a to point b in a safe manner i'm good you get five stars period (laughs) so um you know we're we're talking conversing having a good time and he's like oh my god like you're so smart and intelligent and you know I'm I'm not telling you guys this because to prove a point I'm just saying this is what I normally hear from uber drivers you know when I tell them my story and they're like oh my gosh like do what you like you're doing a great job and I'm like you know thanks but (laughs) and pun intended this really took me for a spin and I say this with declaration, sternness, and everything. <laughs> he literally told me straight to my face, oh, you don't sound ghetto. And when I tell you, I kind of paused. And, and keep in mind, at the time, I didn't necessarily know that I had just endured my first like microaggression. And so I was just like, whoa, <laughs> like you didn't, he did not think twice about the words that were gonna come out of his mouth. Like he was just straight up verbatim, just you don't sound ghetto. And I'm like, what is sounding ghetto? I'm like, I'm educated. Yes, I'm like, but sounding ghetto, I didn't I didn't think that was like um, an adjective. Like, you know what I mean? So I was just like, uh, okay. So then I I paused for a minute. I went, I literally gave him the silent treatment for about a good five seconds before actually stating my case. And I'm like, hey, you're lucky it's me in this vehicle and not somebody else that looks like me. Because let me tell you, I'm all about educating people and I'm all about getting educated. And this was the one time I knew I had to educate him. And I basically like broke it down for him. And in the simplest form, while while being slightly offended but not fully offended, I literally explained to him why he couldn't say that. And next time you need to just stick with... You're, you sound smart or you are smart. You have big dreams and goals and leave it at that. Cause, and like, that's that's also like saying um, all African countries are poor when they're not poor. And it's like, dude, like you need to really stop watching those UNICEF commercials, those 50 cents a day commercials, because they're just painting a, a narrative that they want you guys to see. And in reality, POCs, we're looking at that like, dude, like, come on out. By like 2050, African countries are gonna have at least 2.9 million in GDP and like what GDP is it's you can search it up but it's it's like a their market values and food and stuff like it's foods and goods and services so like that's gonna be big big Gucci <laughs> so I'm like it's, it's kind of like pinning that depiction of what a black person is supposed to be like like he went and he was like oh um, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm not right. I'm not racist. And I'm like, it's, it's it has no correlation to this microaggression that I just experienced. So like, I wasn't trying to gaslight him, but he was trying to gaslight me. So um, that's my story, guys. Um, and, you know, leave some leave some comments, or I'll probably put a poll where like, I'll ask you guys if you've ever experienced a microaggression. And like I said, it's not just with race, it's with Sexism, like men versus women, all throughout uh, homophobia, it's in relationships. But by definition, a microaggression is a statement, action, or incident regarded as an instance of indirect, subtle, or unintentional discrimination against members of a marginalized group, such as a racial or ethnic minority. So by definition, that is it. There's tons of books out there that talk about microaggressions and like, discrimination in workplace and stuff like that. Now, um, what we're going to go into now is just some verbals and non-verbals of microaggressions because I feel like a lot of people either project microaggressions onto people without knowing or the person that gets that micro uh microaggression projected onto them they probably don't know it's a microaggression either uh, all they know is like I'm offended by this you know what i mean or like maybe they're not offended but they they just disregard the fact that this is a microaggression and those things need to be addressed in a workplace it needs to be addressed at school and it needs to be addressed hell everywhere <laughs> um so pretty much verbals versus nonverbals when it comes to like a verbal microaggression one example would be um uh, like my uber story or if you want an extra one that's like uh saying Oh wow, um, you you did well for a woman. Like keeping this is your boss, or not even your boss. It could be a coworker saying this to another coworker, as if my work ethic is solely dependent on my gender, and that is not. <laughs> That's obviously not acceptable. And that's an, a very, that's a fallacy in, in society. And it needs to be corrected because I, I find that to be so ridiculous and you should too. So it's like, no, like me doing my job has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a woman. I just know how to research, get the job done and present it in a timely fashion. So for a nonverbal, which again it's still a microaggression, but they do it subtly. A, a non POC is like grabbing her purse beside her as if he's gonna take from her because the media has projected that all black men steal when in reality, anybody can steal at any moment in given time. So that was an example I gave of verbal and nonverbal. So now we're going to talk about what do you do when you encounter a microaggression? So how I would do it, how I would, how I see people whenever they project a microaggression onto me or someone else, I automatically assume that they just do not know. And so as, as me, knowing me, knowing JoJo, I am going to speak up about it. I'm going to be like, hey, like uh, what you said was incorrect. Like that was unethical and kind of offensive. And maybe next time, instead of saying this, you can say this. Or the number one and easiest thing that and probably the safest thing you can do is ask. Like, well, hey, if, if I were to say this, would you be offended? Or what are some things like what are you offended by? Like, let me know so that way I don't end up doing said thing and, like, we can kind of move past this. That's what we should start doing. So that's what I would do. I would first off educate them. However, a lot of people aren't like me. A lot of people aren't very, I suppose you could say, passive aggressive. So you'll have a lot of people who are more confrontational than I am or maybe than you. And so they'll go full like all out full-blown hothead straight to the point stern i said what i said i meant what i said and i'm not taking what i said back and that can have some pros and cons so i would i recommend resorting to educating a person and if they refuse to want to be educated if they're just like dwelling in their own ignorance at this point don't even speak to them like turn around walk away do a complete 360 and just worry about yourself because at least you tried at least you tried and say, hey, I, I, hey, I, at least I went up to you and I told you that this was wrong. You know, all this talk about microaggressions kind of reminds me of the story um, Amanda Seals told us. Um, if you don't know who Amanda Seals is, she's a comedian and she's um, a public figure who talks about like racial biases in like the media and just in corporate America in general and America in general and um she has really good content and you should really go uh, she talks she gets more deeper into uh topics such as these but i just felt like this topic was very important but aside from that um amanda told us a story about how she was working i think either on a on a show or, or a movie or or a film or, or something and the director came up to her and i guess wanted some advice and so amanda was like hey like i i like your idea but at the same time i think you should go in a different direction because if you present this to the world the world may perceive it as something that's like basically not good and so the director took her words and pretty much um (laughs) i guess took them out of context i suppose but i feel like she knew exactly what she was doing But um, she went along and told everyone that Amanda Seals called her stupid and I laughed so hard at that because I'm like that is literally not what she said. I'm like she said to fix this idea that way it can be better. If, If anything she was helping her. But, you know, not a lot of people see it that way. Just on this last portion, just some few open-ended questions. Can a microaggression be prevented Um, when microaggressions do happen to you or around you? Is it your fault? The answer to both of those questions are no. Okay, Uh, microaggressions are inevitable. I never thought I would experience a microaggression, but like knowing... Knowing what planet I live on, I should have known. And knowing that I am trying to contribute to society as a first-generation Black student, um, I should have known. But, you know, still, things ha- you don't expect things to happen to you, but they do. And also, they're not your fault. You can't help someone else's ignorance. That's just the moral of the story, if I had to just keep it in simplest terms. So um, they're occurring and ever-growing. And hopefully one day, maybe just one day, there could be hope for the future where microaggressions absolutely do not exist anymore. But we can only hope and dream. So guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it and got some little insight of what a microaggression is and like how to cope with it. Um, again, if you want more, like you know, heavy information, there are books. There, there are literal, literal YouTube videos that tell you and show you and go more in depth about microaggressions and how they can racially divide people so that's some things you guys can look into otherwise this topic was just the it was the tip of the iceberg there's so much more than to dig into but um I just definitely wanted to keep it in simplest terms for like our young people and even myself I'm still learning about this as I get older in the world so I'm, I'm new to this too but I think it's important that we still are made aware of these situations and circumstances um, so we know what to do when we encounter that. Alrighty guys, thank you so much for sticking around for today's episode. Like I said, this was just the tip of the iceberg for this topic, but if you want to learn more about microaggressions, you can research on it, or there are tons and tons of YouTube videos on microaggressions, and like they have different story times of people experiencing their own personal microaggressions, so it'll be a little fun to get some, you know, background information on that. Aside from that, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, feel free to email me at podcast. At gmail.com. Thank you guys, and I'll see you next week.